And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is my podcast, The Art of Health. So, how are we doing, people? We're back again, recording another podcast. And some quick things to cover. Obviously, for those that are regular listeners, you can find all of the articles, all of the podcasts, all of the content on the website, alexanderjuanantoniocortez.com. You can support the podcast and the website and the resources on Patreon. Uh, Alexander Juan, Juan Antonio Cortez again, The Art of Health, or you know, Patreon, I think it's just backslash Alexander C. Anyway, that said, those things aside, what are we talking about today? Mm. We are talking about carbs. So, I got this question. I'd like to know about carbohydrates. I want to know what you think of them. There's a lot of information out there. It is confusing. It is all very confusing. And yes, it is. It is very confusing. So I'm going to I'm going to make this pretty in-depth. I took some notes down for this one just because there's a, there's a lot to cover with this. But what, what do we call this podcast? Uh, truth About Carbs is kind of lame. Let's, let's just call it sort of the carbs. This is sort of the good, the bad, and the bullshit. Let's, let's set up that way. So carbohydrates. How to start this? You know, this is a subject where, you know, depending upon who you ask... You, you know, what do you think of carbs? They're terrible for you. They're inflammatory. They cause every modern disease. They're the worst thing ever. You get that answer. Uh, you say, yes, you can eat carbs, but only if you work out. The, um, otherwise, they'll make you gain weight. Or low-carb diets, that's, that's, how, that's how you have to lose weight. That's the only way to eat. You know, that's a low-carb diet superior. It's confusing. So you're not alone in this. And there's a lot of legitimate information out there, but there's also a lot of just pseudoscience, a lot of misunderstanding a lot of misconception and it's, it's harder to it's hard to translate all this into daily practical advice or actions or you know this pragmatism so let's filter this out you know but and as we dive into this let's let's separate kind of fact from fiction carbohydrates the human body has evolved to eat carbohydrates so you'll hear things like oh we don't we don't need to eat carbs not essential no carbohydrates are not essential in the sensibility that you have to eat them, otherwise you'll die. If you don't eat enough fat in your diet, you'll you'll die. Yeah, you literally, you'll you'll become unhealthy. You become malnourished. If you don't eat enough protein, you can die. Yeah, the, you you know Ethiopian kids, you know the starving children in Africa, malnourishment from lack of protein. You know concentration of victims. Yeah, obviously, we need fat. We need protein. I don't think I need to go on about that. Carbs. We do not need carbs in the sensibility of absolute need. But the human body has evolved very, very, very efficiently to run on carbs as an energy source to oxidize carbs. And this is different for everybody. Not every person in the world digests carbs well. But overall, as a collective species, carbon take, healthy carbon take, it, we are very well adapted, very well evolved for it. So carbs are very, you know, they're very not essential, but they're a very crucial source of energy. Your bodies convert carbs and glucose like what do you think blood sugar is you know it, it your body runs on sugar even if you digest fat your body will try your protein your body will try to convert it into sugar your you know blood sugar is blood sugar so the idea that you shouldn't eat sugar because it's unnatural when your body in fact uses sugar itself for energy and tries to convert food to sugar big big fucking fallacy there so your body digests carbs it it, it you know it absorbs them it converts them to sugar and this feels you know almost every chemical reaction it feels ATP it, it feels the body 
um, unless your doctor has told you otherwise where you should not be eating carbs because they're, like I said, they're bad for you in some reason, carbs absolutely can be an overall part of a healthy diet. Not all carbs are created equal, so there's some context there that is required. But misconception-wise, yes, they can be a part of their diet. And so the first the first myth to cover with this, you know, the, the, sort of the, the bad and the bullshit, carbs make you fat. This is just flat-out ridiculousness. Fat intake, or no, not fat intake, I'm sorry, fat gain, fat gain is based upon excess caloric intake. You could get fat from eating too much protein. You could get fat from eating too many carbs. You could get fat from eating too much fat. Carbs of themselves do not make you fat. The reason why many people believe that is because if you eat carbs and you're dehydrated, if you eat carbs and you don't often eat carbs, what will happen your body will retain water to help with the carbohydrate digestion. You may end up consuming more sodium than usual, which will cause more water retention. So the misconception that because you had a carby meal, well, this made me gain weight. No, that's water retention. That's increased gastric juice in your stomach. That's not fat gain. If you eat carbs regularly and you digest them well, you do not gain fat from them, assuming your diet is isocaloric. And it's, you know, so it's tempting. It's tempting to blame any undesirable ill health issue on a single cause it's carbs it's gluten it's red meat it's sugar and it's very easy to create an atmosphere of fear around these things but what's the reality the reality is that people like carbohydrates a lot of carb foods taste good bread is good bagels are good chips are good so what happens you overeat them assuming that you actually are getting fat from them and you because you overeat then you have excess body fat so it's not the carbs that are bad they're bad in the context of your behaviors of how you consume them you know and, and obviously there are a lot of processed carbohydrates think candy you know candy cookies you know crackers chips kinds of foods and yes these foods are unhealthy in the sensibility that they promote unhealthy behavior or people are uncontrolled when they eat them but they are not unhealthy in the sensibility that they do anything bad to you within the moment of eating them. Unless a food, you eat it and it drops you dead and kills you, there's no fatal food. There's no toxic food. Again, context. Within the proper dosage and proper amount, nothing is going to harm you in eating it. It becomes harmful when it's consumed in excess. So with labeling all carbs as being bad, you're also lumping in healthy foods like vegetables. Vegetables contain carbohydrates. Fruit is a carbohydrate. Well, fruit has sugar in it. Again, context. Fruit of in itself is not going to destroy your insulin sensitivity and destroy your blood sugar and destroy your car, destroy your body because it's all going to be stored as fat. No, it, in reality, it's extremely, extremely difficult for the body to convert carbohydrate and sugars to body fat. It's very difficult. Almost all the carbs you eat are oxidized for energy. Your body does not really store carbohydrates as fat at all because carbohydrates and fat are two completely different molecules. What happens when you overeat carbohydrates is that that prompts your body to only use carbs as a fuel source and any fat you ingest, that gets shelled for storage. Your body will always store body fat preferentially over carbohydrates. Now, if that doesn't make sense to you at all because you have been operating off of a principle of, well, calories in, calories out, of course it doesn't make sense to you. Energy intake is not that simple. It's not. 
the kind of energy you intake affects your body's utilization of it. So to try to make this make sense, if you overeat 500 calories with carbohydrates, I'm going to store these carbs. No, you're not actually. You're not going to store these carbs at all, really. If you overeat by 500 calories of carbohydrates, any fat you had that day, that is what is getting stored. And this is not my suppositions about how I think this works. That's the hard science of it. This is why the fallacies over carbs being you know, a fat storage food, carbs themselves do not get stored as fat. They signal the body to store the dietary fat intake that you eat with them. That's what you store as body fat 96% of the time. So don't blame the carbs for why you're fat. Blame your behaviors for why you're fat. Blame your excessive eating habits for why you're fat. Blame your you know, childhood and your lifestyle for why you're fat. But the food itself is amoral. It's not the food's fault that you got fat. It's your fault. So if you consume more calories than your body needs and it's sourced from carbs, yes, it will signal your body in various ways to store that as body fat. But you have to view this in context of your lifestyle. It's, it's not the carbs themselves that are making that happen. It's the overall excess. So that's the first myth. You know, that all car you know, carbs are all bad. You know, the first myth that carbs will make you fat. You know, second myth, uh, carbs are unhealthy. So well, okay, I understand I could eat carbs, but they're still unhealthy because they have sugar in them and it spikes your blood sugar and they're inflammatory. Again, context. Context. Are we talking about high glycemic index foods that prompt huge spikes in blood sugar and insulin? Yes, those can over time be unhealthy. Having major insulin spikes, insulin's an inflammatory hormone. You need it in your body to live, but in excessive amounts, like anything else in life, like anything else in biology, in excess, it's not healthy. So yeah, high sugar carb, you know, high, or highly sugary carb, so to speak. All carbs are sugar in some fashion, but there's different kinds of sugar, lots of different kinds. So let's say certain kinds of sugar, you know, simple sugars, yes, those are things that sometimes can be unhealthy in excess amounts. You know, but again, they also could be healthy. You know, fruit is very healthy. Fruit doesn't spike blood sugar horrifically. Neither does dairy. So again, what are we eating? What's the frame of what the food we're eating? Don't categorize all carbs as unhealthy just because it's a carb. Complex carbs can spike insulin very minimally, or you know, they don't even really raise insulin all that much. They digest slowly. They provide a very sustained energy source. So, yeah, things like uh, you know. Let's say, uh, off the top of my head, you know, squash, uh, potato, you know, whole grain pastas, uh, quinoa, even pumpkin, for example. I'm just, name, I'm just thinking of some odd things. But these complex carbs, these high-fiber carbs, broccoli, those aren't going to raise your blood sugar immensely. They're not going to raise your insulin levels. They're, they can be very healthy. They keep you full. They help satiety. They're packed with nutrients. So, again, what is it that we're talking about? You know, what are the circumstances that we're discussing I'm going to keep saying context about a dozen times since the podcast, but carbs are healthy in context. Number three, mythology with carbs. Pasta, gluten, bread, it's all bad. It depends on if you're sensitive to it. So most people are not gluten, uh, most people are not gluten allergic, but people can be gluten sensitive. Some people, yes, it's true that gluten does not digest well for them, and that's fine. I'm not demonizing those people's making bad choices. If you want to have gluten, by all means, that's fine. But, like I've talked about in the past, some people, based upon background and ethnicity, they are very well adapted to eating bread and healthy breads and you know, and healthy uh, 
whole grains. So it depends. It depends. You know, if you're having uh, rice, brown rice, you know, farro, uh, farro, I think I'm saying that wrong, couscous, you know, maybe you make rye bread. There's lots of healthy ways to digest, you know, pastas and breads. It depends upon your individual response to these foods. It depends upon the amount you eat of these foods. It depends upon your reaction to these foods. So there's all, like I keep saying, there's immense factors, an immense quantity of factors to consider, and this is why assessing assessing and auditing your lifestyle as a whole, engaging your reactions and keeping a food journal and being tuned into your own biofeedback and your responses to foods, this is why this is important. Because if you just make a blanket statement without evidence for it other than something you heard, probably going to be false. Things you heard and what they, in quotes, said and so-and-so told me this, where's the evidence, where's the context, what's the situation, what are the circumstances? If you can't account for all those factors and explain to me in a detailed fashion with a rational argument of this is why I don't eat gluten or this is why I don't eat bread aside from, well, I heard this, your argument and your mindset are fucking bullshit. And so are the stupid things you think. And that's not judgmental. It's just you're not thinking sensibly. So no, not all pastas and breads and carbs are bad that way. Uh, Myth number four, dieting. You want to lose fat, you have to diet low carb. Let's talk about why this works and why it doesn't work. The reason why low-carb, high-protein, moderate, high-fat diets work in the short term is because when you don't eat any carbohydrates, your body sheds excess body water, which is not good and it's not bad. It's just your body loses water because it has to start burning through muscle glycogen and you'll have very quick short-term weight loss. Now, if you're someone that's overweight, you're obese, you have very poor insulin sensitivity, you're diabetic, you're pre-diabetic, low-carb dieting could be very well suited for you. If you're somebody that is Hispanic, uh, Mexican, you know, South, uh, you know, certain, let's say, uh, Chilean, Guatemalan, it could be that, yes, you might not digest carbs very well at all. Uh, you know, Samoans, Polynesians, certain ethnicities of people really don't digest carbs well, period, regardless of how it's in the diet. Um, it, you know, unless it's maybe like maybe fruit, maybe rice, but again, depends upon ethnicity. But low carb dieting, Low carb dieting works in quotes because it creates very rapid short-term weight loss and then people assume that that's going to sustain itself or people assume that, wow, this diet's the best thing ever because I lost weight really fast. No, it's not the best thing ever. It just created a short-term effect that does not equate to a long-term change. If you look at the body of evidence, which I have because I'm a professional, low carb diets oftentimes are highly unsustainable for people because Again, deprivation, and they're not practical. Eating just steak and eggs, yeah, that might work for some people, but it doesn't work for everybody. So it creates this short-term effect that people assume is magical, or, oh my God, this is the best diet ever. They try to stick with it, and their performance suffers, or their lifestyle suffers, or their health suffers. Because some people, again, carbs can have very positive health effects for some people, and the diet ends up being unsustainable. All diets function on the basis of calorie control. So yes, low-carb diets, they help you drop body fat because you lose body water quickly and you are under eating. Doesn't mean they're the best thing ever. You could lose diet, you could lose fat with a moderate 30-30-30 zone diet. Zone, zone dieting actually works very well because it, it's fairly well balanced. You could lose fat with a Mediterranean diet. Why does that work? It's it's well balanced. It's that 30-40-30 split or 40-30, you know, whatever. Well, it's 110%. It, you know, it's a 33-33, 33-33 split in some fashion, or 40-30-30, or 
30-30 or 30-30-40, whatever. It doesn't matter. At least These numbers are very arbitrary. My point being that if you get a relatively somewhat equal amount of calories from protein, from fat, from carbs, the whole body of evidence, historical evidence, anecdotal evidence, evolutionary biological evidence for millions of evolution, that indicates that that's the healthiest human diet to eat. The more extreme ends of the scale, yes, some people do well with really low carb and they can stick with it the rest of their life and they're able to you know, diet and then reverse diet and they never have to change, great. Some people do really well on extremely high carb with low fat and moderate protein. Works really well for them, they're extremely healthy, they stick with it, it works great. Most people, you're gonna have to modulate yourself from the midline, from the middle, from the mean, and then find what works for yourself. So low carb dieting, yes, it can work. Yes, I use it with clients in the short term, but it's not too common that I have someone stick with very low carb dieting in the long, long term. It's, you know, again, short term effects versus long term changes. Uh, next myth. Uh, you can only eat carbs if you work out. This, this is just silly. It's just silly. Again, con again, context and frame. Some people can handle more carbs in a diet. Some can't. Everyone's nutritional needs are different. So carbs could be 20% of your total calorie intake. They could be up to 60% for some people. If you are more active, yes, I would recommend probably increasing carbs. Definitely would. If you're less active, unlikely you need a high amount of carbs as percentage of your diet, but anything's possible. So there's no, there's no hard and fast rules to these things. There's just not. And you know, the reality is that most people's workouts don't burn as many calories as they think. Some people's lifestyle is well suited to carb intake. Some people are not. You know, some people activity. Some there are people that are very active that they don't like to eat carbs. There's people that are not that active where carbs really give them energy. Depends upon your individual biochemical response. Yeah, all these grams and percentages I keep throwing out. These are not hard. Like I keep trying to emphasize, not hard and fast rules, not hard and fast numbers. It's just general guidelines. You find what works for you based upon adjustment and correction. So you know, to recap. And sort of the carb myths, you know, starting in reverse. Yes, you can eat carbs regardless of whether or not you work out. No, low-carb diets are not the superior way to weight loss. They can have very positive health benefits, but they're not the only way. They are a way. They're not the only way. Not all pastas and breads are bad. Number three, depends upon your uh, individual metabolism. Not all carbs are automatically unhealthy just by sake of being a carb. And you know, the last myth, you know, the foremost myth, carbs, they do not make you fat. Overeating makes you fat. So that's the rundown on carbs, on you for overall health, overall digestion, overall you know, relative general population. Any questions, comments, concerns, inquiries, as always, feel free to ask. Find me on my website, email me, if you're on the email list, what have you. And I will leave you guys with that. So good luck and talk again soon.